and welcome to Bone Zone, the podcast where we talk about bones and dudes we want to bone. This is Jack Smith, along with my delightful co-host, Sen Lu. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. We both finished watching this episode today. I have a ton of notes, mm-hmm. weirdly. I don't know why. Um, I have to say... I was not annoyed by anyone in this episode. I'm trying to think if I was... It was definitely a more emotional episode than usual, and Mm. the emotions did get to me. I'm trying to think if I had any irritation. Um, I mean, there were like... Oh, wait. There was one thing where I was like, that's dumb. Oh, I mean... And I'll certainly call it out when it happens when we get there. There There's always dumb things. (laughs) But in terms of like characters being shitty and actually being annoying... Frustration. Yeah, okay. I was okay with it. You know what? I think you're right. I think the um, this is a really solid one. It it kind of was. Yeah, I mean ridiculous still, but of course, everything we watch for. Yes, it's the <laughs> it's what kept the show on the air for what was it again? <laughs> Fifteen seasons or seventeen seasons or something crazy? Like eighty twelve seasons. <laughs> yeah, it's still on the air. Everyone on it's now dead. <laughs> oh my god, they should do like a reunion thing that every, like everyone's oh, been they doing should. for like pandemic. Uh, fundraising but did they get along well enough to justify (gasps) that you know i feel like there is at some point like long after i had stopped watching the show but when it was still for some reason in my brain but not really that recent history Mm -hmm. that i randomly fell down a hole of reading gossip about Mm -hmm. whether or not they got along yes i don't know that they got along i i don't don't think think that the bones and booth particularly got along i don't think that they like were actively fighting with each other like i don't think people were feuding like and those other shows where they like refused to tape scenes together right right (laughs) But I but, don't think they particularly were like... No. I mean, look, they seem like very different people. That's the whole crux of the show! Well, here's the thing. I don't actually know what they're like in real life. Like, I, I have no idea what she is actually like in real life. No clue. I can only assume... Like, we've talked about a couple times, like, some of the choices... Some of the personality elements about Booth that we mm-hmm. find kind of goofy. Yeah. You have said you think it's, like, David Boreanaz making those choices. And based on just that assessment alone, I can only assume a lot of things about him. And I can only assume, I don't know that I would get along with him either. Not not get along, but I wouldn't want to be like besties with him. I can see him being kind of like his character. Yes. Yeah. Except not an army ranger. Yeah, except the things, the qualities about except Booth that I skills. find very attractive yeah. are not there. The masculine Sadly. energy, ability to, you know, kill people with his bare hands, all of that won't be there. Yeah, it's the wrong masculine energy. I'm yeah. <laughs> you want the toxic part. That's the yeah. part that really The really unhealthy part uh, <laughs> that is cor- uh, strongly correlates with violence, I'm mm-hmm. like into. Um, <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> but um, didn't... Am I getting him mixed up with Mario Lopez or did he oh my get God. caught cheating? No, he did. Okay. And maybe Mario Lopez did too because like, oh, let's be real, they both totally probably did. did. Yeah, no, David Moranis definitely did get caught cheating. But I think it was, again, something that happened after the show was over. Oh, okay. But he's still, I guess, apparently big enough that it was a thing. Wait, is he in another show by now? Is he still working on something else right now? Yeah, I'm assuming you mentioned he's set. It. For like, you, oh, I did. Yeah, he's on some other show where he's wow. a military guy. I already forgot. Yeah. Wow. Sorry. Sorry, David. <laughs> he's fine. Sorry, Davy B. 
Yeah, you mentioned it at some point. Oh, my God. Ages and ages ago. Well, I guess I I, I got clearly watched it and really enjoyed it. <laughs> I don't even know if you had watched it. I think maybe you had just seen something about it. Anyways. Okay, that sounds more likely. Yeah. Um, I never write down what the actual titles of the episodes are. I got you. It's cool. season one, episode 17, The Skull in the Desert. Oh, actually, that's at least like more interesting sounding Apt. than like the lady in the puddle or whatever the fuck right actually i'd be into the lady in the puddle i but, mean you know i'm sure we'll come across that soon enough <laughs> one <laughs> can only hope next episode will be probably the lady in the puddle um yeah so we open on the lab yes where hodgins is leering at vacation photos of angela <laughs> so i guess i was annoyed you know what i immediately wrote why is hodgins such a perv I mean, to be fair, I, if a coworker sent me those same pictures, I'd probably be just like it. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, damn. I mean, I would be very much, yes, admiring her. She looked incredible. They were bikini pics of yes. her and her boo out in the desert. Mm-hmm. She looked great. Yeah. But I think it was the point when, like, he's flipping through the pictures and he's, like, ooing and eyeing. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Angela calls in and he picks up the phone. He's like... Angela, hey, we're betting. Are you using Crisco or butter for sunscreen? And I was like, this is a sexual harassment lawsuit. <laughs> like, okay, so I wasn't bothered by this. He needs to go to HR. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to be enforced re-education around sexual harassment. Yeah, it's not. Well, but also, like, did she send those to, like, everyone's work emails? Like, why are you even sending those to your colleagues? You know what? That's an excellent point because I kind of assume, like, you're right. I didn't really track why they had the pics. I assumed because, as we'll soon find out, the case deals with, um, I don't know what we want to call him. He's clearly not a boyfriend or he's a momentary three weeks a year boyfriend. Yeah. So I guess I had assumed that because she had sent them those pictures and the case was about him, she sent them only when she realized there was something wrong. Oh, I did not get that. I thought she was just sharing fun vacation pics and then something. And you like know what? That sounds more right. To an e- like sent them to like Bones's email and then somehow, but like <sighs> Hodgins would never break into Bones's email. I don't think. No. So I think she just sent those pictures to like her pals at the lab, even though they're highly inappropriate. You know what? You're right. Unprofessionalism on both sides. Yes. Then. I didn't really think through that part. Well, I like a picture with your boyfriend, fine, but not a bikini photo. Yeah. I also just wouldn't send that to my like I would never go on a vacation and be like hey Zen check just me out in this bikini well <laughs> that'd be so weird like maybe um we're not appreciating how you know the lab's really like a family jacks but it's basically fast and furious <laughs> up in there <laughs> there's not a single person that I can think of like in my current job mm. and even pretty much most of my past jobs either that I would like actively send vacation photos to. If I were going to send vacation photos to anyone, it would be you. Mm. But even then, I feel like you would be like, why are you sending me these? Oh, if I no, just, I'd be stoked to see vacation just, pictures. Oh, like one day I just rapid fire send you 20. Like if, if he was flipping through many, if there you was were a lot. on vacation <laughs> and you like while you're on vacation, emailed me photos or even just like after you got back, you emailed me photos. I'd be like, great. Of course I want to see your trip. Wow. 
That's very kind of Note you. Note to self, never send, send vacation photos. Oh my God. No, I would love to see you again. But it's just me. I'm not going anywhere for the next 10 years because of fucking COVID anyways. <laughs> None of us are. We're oh. all grounded. But I don't know. I guess it's my own personal self-consciousness. The idea of sending pictures of myself to other people. Oh, Certainly yeah. pool photos in a bikini. I, I would just never. I wouldn't send photos. Like it would be photos of myself in front of the Louvre or whatever. Yes. It wouldn't just be myself in a nondescript yeah, background. A close-up full body shot of me <laughs> in a bikini be so weird yeah no, no no just know that if i'm ever in danger on a vacation the way i'll tell you is by sending oh my a god bikini photo that's gonna be your and secret be signal like, yeah and you're gonna be like oh god i need to call the authorities where's booth we gotta it, get him on this it won't She's be like danger you're blinking sos with your eyelids <laughs> it'll be like you send bikini shots and i'll be like she's almost dead like i'm smiling but i also have tears in call my the eyes. state department she's <laughs> get her out of there. she's being held hostage yeah perfect That's how you'll know um so angela is on vacation with her we'll call him her boyfriend for lack of a better term kirk sure. kirk which she uh which is explained that every year for three weeks angela goes on vacation with kirk and they basically pretend they're a couple mm-hmm. while they're there and then they go back to their lives they have like a getaway place in the desert like in the in middle New of Mexico, nowhere yeah. and apparently like just i mean it sounds great just completely uh, yeah. d- disconnect from everything and just 100 percent of each other ew yeah well, clearly not, as we'll get to later, but <laughs> <laughs> clearly not 100%. But um, also, did you notice that Zach seemed disappointed? Yes. When he found out that Angela has a boyfriend? Yes. And I actually got confused because I thought in one of the earlier episodes, I remember raising the issue of it seemed like he was sensitive about maybe it was the episode where Bones's old professor comes in town. Right. I, he seemed jealous of Bones getting side action so then i was mm. like who isn't zach in love with is he just this puppy yeah. dog that loves every woman around him Probably. which is fair i'm kind of like that with dudes <laughs> not that there's any within my actual vicinity but just out in the world you know i you. guess if we worked in a place in close proximity every day with two men who mm. were equivalently attractive as the actresses who play angela and bones are yeah i would really lust after them day to day too yeah totes yeah um so, uh, all of a sudden, Angela, again, she just pops on the screen. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what service is used. Like, there's no. Zoom's always open on their computer, uh, I guess. Apparently, because it's not even like there's like a ring ring and then she pops up because someone answers the call. It's just she just appears. And it's a little <laughs> creepy if that was real. But she pops up and she's all distressed. And she tells Bones that someone left a human skull in a box on the sheriff's porch. Gross. Um, And that Kirk, her boyfriend, and his guide named Danny have gone missing. So Bones, Bones is a very good friend in this episode. Yeah. And I really appreciated it. Yes. Because she hasn't been the greatest up until now she mostly showed really good eq she did mm-hmm. um and so bones drops everything it's like dr goodman i gotta go on vacation he's like what are you talking about and she flies out the, to the desert to meet up with angela um they meet up quote about a hundred miles past where jesus uh, oh my god yeah lost his sandals i wrote that down too and i wanted to ask i was like is this something people say no okay bones's uh 
quizzical brow after that was fair because yeah. not gonna lie i laughed but uh, yeah it's not she's justified in her in her confusion about that. and i'm a heathen atheist who's never read the bible and i was like does jesus lose his sandals in the bible at some point is nope. that like a story point that would be hilarious if it was like a meme okay. thing okay so this is a cultural cultural touch point for just angela and maybe one other person well i mean in jesus times everybody was wearing sandals Mm -hmm. they go out in the desert you know and presumably he was walking a lot was he walking a lot well i don't think they were driving right well no i guess (laughs) what i'm trying to understand is she was saying it as we're really out in the middle of nowhere so it's the point that like he was traversing great distances and then eventually his sandals just came off because they wore away. I feel like you're overthinking this. I know. <laughs> you're a real bones um, right now. I will say that, you know, it's because when it, things hit too close to home, Jax, I just go into analytical <laughs> mode um, to try and deflect because the emotions are too real is basically what it is. Um, I will say I kind of laughed because so so she, Angela had called for help because Kirk and Danny have been out in the desert right. and they haven't come back. And then the skull appears. So she's freaking out. Is this skull Kirk's? And she right. just wants Bones to come and confirm, is it Kirk or not? Yeah. And I just kind of thought it was funny where this whole, I, this whole episode they talk, they keep bringing up this idea of like, Angela has such a non-traditional relationship with this guy. It's mm-hmm. three weeks out of year, out of the year that they're together. But when they're together, they're really together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would, and part of the reason why she hadn't called Bones sooner was that like he'd been gone for like five fucking days, but sometimes he just does that because he, he's a photographer. He goes out into the desert with his guide to like explore and shit, I guess, and mm-hmm. take whatever photos. And I was like, wait, if you're only together for three weeks at a time, but he's also prone to just going out for like four or five days at a time, like so much so that you don't even notice it until like the very last fifth day. I mean, it sounds like he would go out for like a couple days at a time, right? I guess I just feel like if you only have three weeks a year together, you better be attached to my butthole for that full three weeks. (laughs) Noted. I will not book vacations with you for that long, but... Also, she's an artist, and she probably yeah. wants to, you know, paint or do whatever the fuck she does. I mean, again, it's just that but thing I, they I kept take your emphasizing. Point. I take that your point. I, I 100%. would percent. If I, uh oh, am I high maintenance? If I <laughs> didn't see a man for forty nine weeks out of the year, mm-hmm. and we only saw each other for three weeks out of the year, I want to spend every waking moment with that man. I think, as someone who's never actually had to do it, I'm just postulating over here i mean you'd probably get sick of each other i mean probably because you haven't seen each other for four to nine weeks and like you're just in this one place Mm -hmm. you don't know other people that well like it's all right so maybe this is why i'm still single (laughs) i 100 alarm bells went off immediately when i heard that i 100 percent agree i get it (laughs) It it is odd, but I guess I'm trying to get in like the Angela brain of like I'm an artist. Yeah, she respects all other chill. artists. She wants them to do their art. Right. Uh, I don't know. You're right, and I'll take it easy now on this. I I get it though. I was already anti Kirk. Someone who wants my own space, so the idea of spending three weeks with the same person just. Mano a mano. Correct. 
Whew, that's a lot. I feel the same. I wouldn't do that either. Especially in a desert. There's nothing to... Oh, boy. Yeah, and they purposely go out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. So, they go... Bones and Angela go and talk to the sheriff. And he conveniently has a skull-sized box. Yep. In which he's able... Metal box that he pulls the skull out of. It's real icky. And uh, Bones is like, let's send this to the Jeffersonian. He's like, no. We're... We're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> a big theme in this episode is how insular and resistant to outsiders yes. people in the desert are. Yes. And at first I thought it was meant to be like, um, because there's like a native population mm-hmm. that they're interacting with a lot. Danny is like a guy from the, presumably the area tribe. Um, but it's not apparently just the tribe because I think that's a known phenomenon they are very rightfully yes. suspicious of outsiders, but it's even the just sheriff. The, the community. Even the white sheriff is just not really fucking into it. Yeah, no. I was like, all right. <laughs> um, but to be fair, I wouldn't, you don't know that person. They just want to send it off. Like, yeah, that's like you, a woman you, swoops you, in you, Surely you knew that he was not going to go with that. Also, did he not examine the skull? Because there's clearly like a bullet hole in the back of it. <laughs> You know, he's a small town desert sheriff. He his domain is out past where Jesus lost his sandals. But like, why did you just have a skull in a metal box? Maybe under that was the desk? box it was left on his porch. In? But why aren't you sending that to some kind of lab? Oh, he just wants to keep it. It's for his memory box. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it was just sitting under his desk. It was, it's just under his desk. He's like ready. Like, here you go. He didn't even like refrigerate it. It's no, just like it's there. It's just in a Ziploc bag <laughs> under his desk. Send it to a lab. Don't you? And he just, he was so relaxed. I was like, where's the sense of urgency? Clearly someone is dead. Why are you not like, it doesn't seem like a ton happens in this little place. Yeah. Maybe snap to it. Try to figure it out. This is also me saying this after... With work, people have not been snappy enough. I'm just mm-hmm. like, I need you to get on this. And so it really just transferred right onto that sheriff. To be fair, now that I think about it, maybe he was distracted about Danny. True. Which, True. because we find out later, they're like related. He's her, she's her sister. Right. Or I, I assume half or stepsister. That's his half sister. Right. So, okay. So, well, anyway, bad police work. Yes. But probably maybe perhaps understandable under the circumstances fair um i will say now that you now that we're on this because mm-hmm. i watched the first half of this episode over the weekend mm-hmm. and only just finished it up now a couple of days later while we're recording mm-hmm. right before we record um i totally forgot about the head on the porch thing mm-hmm. and now i'm like wait did we ever resolve why there was a head left on their porch why, oh why'd they do that actually yeah that's a really good question like, why kill someone and be like, hey, guys, <laughs> I murdered someone? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, you're right. It's such a weird way. Why not just have a typical thing where someone why stumbles on a corpse them? or something? And nobody ever would have either. Yeah. You're alerting them that, like, there's no reason to do that. Or, hey, wait, maybe. Sorry. Well, now I'm just jumping all over the place. But maybe it's that. Because they realize the corpse that that head belongs to. Maybe we should. Should we hold off? Okay. Yes. We'll, okay. we'll circle back to this when the relevant part comes back. Yes. 
Okay. So, um, up to this point, because it was pretty well into the episode that um, we were pretty far into the episode before Booth shows up, and mm-hmm. I forgot that he was even a character on this show. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, yeah, this guy. I find him attractive. Great. I thought he looked so good in his desert clothes, because basically, Bones called him for help. Yes. Because she was like, this skull... I can tell you definitively it's not not Kirk. <laughs> Will you come look at this? Helpful. And he shows up in like cool linen clothes and like a t-shirt. I was like, he looks good. I'm normally not that into Booth, but I was into him here. I literally, my next note was getting some more casual looks from the ladies and they look good. <laughs> oh, everyone looked really good. Yeah. I have some other thoughts about clothing down the line. Ooh. But... Um, so yeah, uh, Bones calls him, he flies out too, um, and when Angela is upset, Bones hugs her like a normal person, and I was yeah. very happy. She said so many comforting things this yeah. episode. Um, I do, everyone's in a tank top, mm-hmm. little tank top crew, mm-hmm. I was into it. I was into Boost Tank Top. Yeah, and this very flowy boy band shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So Booth and Bones go to check out Danny's home without Angela because Booth makes a good point of, like, we really don't, we can't ask really, like, possibly upsetting questions with Angela around. Very smart. Um, And Booth at first assumes that Kirk has just run off with Danny Mm -hmm. because... he, they have pictures together. Um, she was Danny like is very his pretty. guide, but also like his, his model or something. Yeah. yeah, she was in so many of his pictures. Yes. Um, then a guy comes up with them behind them with a gun. Okay, so there was one moment that Bones is a fucking idiot. Oh yeah, I see it too. Yeah. <laughs> so Bones in standing in front, they're standing six feet away from the sky. Yeah. With their backs turned him, by the way, they're knocking on the door of the place. Yes. He sneaks up behind them. Right. And then they turn around and six feet away from each other, she, as if she was whispering, but she wasn't, to Booth says, maybe we can rush this guy. He'll, there's like only one gun, so he can't shoot both of us. Mm-hmm. And Booth is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I was like... So, okay, it's one thing if she doesn't value her own life, but she clearly also doesn't value Booth's life because, yes, he does only have one gun. Perhaps you could argue he could only shoot one of them. I don't think that's necessarily true. He could absolutely shoot one and then the other. Exactly. Even if we took her at her word, what if it's Booth? You shoot Booth, guess what? You can fight off bones. Well, I don't know, Jack. She's a a kung fu master. Oh, my God. She, oh. I forgot about that. And I'm just upset. <laughs> it's so stupid. All I'm going to say is it's truly insane that Booth continues to work with her. Because yes. when she says stuff like this, I, I feel like, okay, again, everything I know is from television. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the number one thing of like movies and cop dramas is like you need to have a partner that you can rely on 100% yes. with your life. Trust. You cannot rely on Bones to protect your life. She's always trying to force you into a horrible situation that yeah. that like puts you in danger. You can't trust her to make the right decision. Never. She has very poor judgment. And once again, no training as we keep oh, somehow forgetting. God, yeah. Um, 
I just wrote fucking maniac. <laughs> um, so the guy with the gun is named Alex Joseph. I figured we'd just call him AJ from now on because sometimes they call him Alex, sometimes they call him Joseph, and I was just like, what? Um, <laughs> so he lives with Danny in a very cool looking trailer. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, I was like, ooh, these windows, <laughs> these windows are cool. He's her BF, I guess. I yeah, they never actually say, but presumably he is since they live together. Um, and then Bones actually like speculates about the possible situation, which she's, I feel like she's admonished other people for doing, Mm -hmm. for being like, well, if he's with her, then maybe she got jealous, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. It's only a K when she does it. You just looked at your cat and smiled so adoringly. It was very sweet. Oh, did I? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Cause she's falling asleep. She just wants to hang with us. That's so cute. Um, when she's not crying, she's great. 98% of the time, she's a monster. Um, <laughs> so, um, the I feel like maybe the... I feel like there's a writer in this writer's room who loved a, a funny, quippy line or whatever. Mm-hmm. And who just like secretly wanted to be a comedy writer, but they couldn't hack it. So then they just wrote for Bones. <laughs> What's that mean? Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Wait, you think that's where lines like this come from? Yes. Oh, Jax, that no. It's a It's not that it's too mean. It's just hilarious because of how unfunny these lines fundamentally are. That's why they couldn't. So it's kind of like, wow. Cuz she's like what cuz uh, AJ goes into the trailer and slams the door behind him and bones turns to booth and goes what if he's escaping out the back door and he just oh, goes yeah you haven't hung around trailers very much That's have right. you i forgot about that and she was like huh i blocked like, that out of my memory i got it it's front and center in my brain because i was like oh i mean did i maybe have a little chuckle at, it at the time i think i might have you know what i am gonna say that was a really fucking dumb thing for her to say yes. because i've never been in a trailer before and I know that there's no back door yeah. to a trailer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Common knowledge, I feel like. Jax, that's comedy. Oh, boy. Anyways, um, then AJ hands them a photo, hands Bones and Booth a photo of the sheriff and Danny together. And you think that they dated, but really you find out later that that's his half sister i don't even get why he did that actually like what was that meant to say another great question because i think because they were like why did basically like why did you have your gun right like why are you so like defensive right now or like who are you expecting whatever and then he throws that picture at them or whatever what does that mean he could have just said nothing i'm really worried about my sister or my girlfriend. I mean, <laughs> oh, Whoa. oh god, that's a different show. <laughs> um, and really, he ends up just being a red herring and right. isn't involved at all, and just ends up taking off. And you're just like, oh, okay, cool. There were so many things actually. I there wrote later in this strings. episode where I was like, what was the point of this exercise? Yes. Like, what was the point of the last five minutes because it went nowhere? Yes, it's fine, I guess. So back at the lab, Zach wants uh, to work on the skull because apparently it got back to the lab in about seven hours. And Zach, 
Oh, and, but Hodgins, he kind of pulls rank, and mm-hmm. Zach is a big baby, and it's like, I'm going to tell Dr. Goodman. Mm-hmm. He's a little man child. I feel like there was, I, I noticed this too in the last episode, and it didn't come up because, you know, it, did, it wasn't, it didn't, it didn't reach a threshold to make it right. into my slides. It didn't make the cut. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think even in the last episode, they were also having this kind of like weird back and forth where Hodgins was trying really hard to like, you know, whip his dick out onto the yeah. table and be like, no, when Dr. Brennan isn't here, we do what I say. Mm-hmm. He seems insecure. Yeah. Which he shouldn't be because we've seen that bod. Yeah. I mean, we find out later the reasoning, but it's still just like kind of weird feeling and sad. Especially, like, you're so much older than this kid. Just give him a break. Yeah. Maybe come at it with um, empathy and, like, talking in an open and honest way, not just trying to bully someone. Or just, like, I mean, you gave him the logic. Like, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, just tone, man. It's like the Booth thing, too. Like, when, when when they would joke in the other episodes about how, like, he purposely just doesn't respond to Zach. Yeah, no one really respects Zach. No. It's... He's a real Rodney Dangerfield in that sense. <laughs> you know? It's unfortunate. He's exactly like that. Yes. Um, but I do think maybe this is the turning point where they start, because they become real good buddies in the mm-hmm. show, so I'm thinking maybe this is the turning point where they decided, actually, we're going to make these guys get I can't remember really how long does Zach stick around on this show? Like several seasons? Multiple seasons, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So he's like the, he's the OG. He's the, yes. he's the OG lab assistant that really, really sticks around before they start doing a real carousel of them. Yes. Hmm. Um, his storyline is interesting. Oh my God. I've forgotten it all. Have oh, I you? can't wait. <laughs> I think I've forgotten <laughs> all of it. It's one of those things where sometimes I feel like I remember something as I'm watching it. Yes, it like jogs the, the memory, thing. but like, I can't recall anything right oh, now. Just wait. Oh God. Um, oh. Okay. So, Booth and Bones go back to the sheriff. He tells them that it's his half-sister mm-hmm. um, and that AJ has a criminal record. Mm-hmm. And Clearly was not approving of the relationship. He thought no. it was a real deadbeat and Danny could do better. I get it. Totes. Fair. Um, the, the boys from the lab call and they tell Bones that it's definitely Kirk. Um, and he has... Because they actually did DNA, by the way, this time. I was excited by that. Good Lord. Um, <laughs> and they noted traces of peyote in his hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and that... Oh, I'm, did this have anything to do with anything? A coyote with a malformed jaw nibbled on Kirk? It does because it, it helps them find the rest of the body. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Um, so Dr. Goodman finds a naturalist to help them figure that shit out. Um, oh God, so much of this is kind of just boring stuff. I'm going to go through it kind of quick. So stop me if anything comes up that you want to talk about. Um, Boone's is very, uh, Booth is very sympathetic to the sheriff, which is nice. He's not his typical, like, kicking down the door type of American self. Mm-hmm. Um, Bones, um, oh, he wa- and he wants to take over the investigation, but Bones, this is where the whole, like, desert people thing. Yeah, comes up where, like, they're very insular. Um, uh, there's a reference to Dr. Phil that's unnecessary. I didn't even think it made sense. It didn't really, but I'm also not a fan of Dr. Phil, so I'm okay with it. Correct. Um, <laughs> uh, so they're trying to figure out who supplied Kirk with his peyote. Um, 
And so... Yeah, like, Booth is automatically like, drugs? You said drugs? It must be the drugs. Yes. <laughs> He's got a real hard-on for drugs. Um, so then they talk to Angela because they want to find out who supplied the peyote. And it the supplier is a local artist named Wayne <laughs> Kellogg. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you mean the cultural appropriationist of all cultural appropriators? Oh, my God. Which they even call out of just like, but you're not Native American. Like, right. why are you doing this? <laughs> I can't remember his answer, but he's a dickhead. Oh, God. It was something like he just so appreciates the culture and he's become yes. part of it or some bullshit like that. It's terrible. Yeah, he's he's an, an artist. He's also an artist yes. that Kirk was apparently friends with, which I was like, honestly, this reflects poorly on Kirk. If he was close friends with this guy, mm-hmm. he's a white, like 50 year old dude living mm-hmm. in the desert. All he does is make Native American art yes. and sell it. Yes. As if he is himself a Native American. Yes. Um. So. Uh. It turns out that AJ used Wayne's Humvee to search for peyote. When you said AJ, I was like, who's that? Uh, should <laughs> we say Joseph? Look, no. I'll remember. Now that you said AJ, I'll, I Sorry. hope. No, no, no. I'm just laughing because you were like, let's say AJ so none of us get confused. And the first time you said AJ, <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no. I'm going to get it now. In my notes, I've just been like short because my hand gets so tired. So I've just been shortening everyone's just names. Too to many just many good notes. For Angela, I just do A. For Hodgins, I just do H. Oh. Now for Bones and Booth, I just do Bon and Boo. Because I'm like, I can't with you guys in your fucking name. Bon and Boo? Because I can't do Bs. That's so cute. So, because I can't. Um, so... Um, they go back to AJ's trailer, (laughs) (laughs) um, and he's all beaten up. Bump, bump. Hmm? Oh, no, I just, that was my sound effect. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You didn't, you didn't know I do the the sound design on this podcast. And what was that effect again? (laughs) It was just bump, bump. So it's Law and Order. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Cut to a montage of very stoic faces. <laughs> In various colors. Yes. Yeah. I just, you know, I, I wanted to convey that vibe. Um, so I don't think that even goes anywhere, really, except for Booth. It's like, drugs. Well, it's just Still. that we don't see him for the rest of the episode. Oh, that's I right. feel like they had to make a reason for why you never see him again. They're like, he got beat up. He's in the hospital. He left. Yeah, <laughs> you like never see ridiculous. him again. Um, so they have the natural naturalist comes in to talk with Bones and Booth. She was very pretty. I was like, oh, oh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. She looked familiar, too, actually. And I, I feel like I should go back and double check who it was. Because I was like, I know I've seen this woman somewhere. Like, hmm. again, on some other sort of supporting part um, somewhere. But anyway. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, my notes are too in-depth. I think 
so I think the gist of it is yes. she is a naturalist who has like been basically tagging a lot of the local coyote oh, population. Right. Right, right. And so they're looking for the coyote with a wonky jaw, quote unquote, because they Which, know yes. from the bite marks and stuff that the coyote that not on the corpse clearly had a messed up jaw. And so she's tagged him. So they are able to find the location and go there and find more bits of the skeleton. Right. Of no, its jaw looked fine in the photo that they showed multiple times. Oh, yeah. They flashed a couple photos of the pack. She like she said some mumbo jumbo. All right, sorry, not mumbo jumbo. I'm sure it's very accurate. Yes. About like the women and the the children eat this way versus the males will eat big chunks and drag them off mm-hmm. somewhere. So you might get a spread of whatever for the Two, corpse. Yeah, yeah, half a mile or some shit. Yeah. Um. So then they go back to talk to Angela and um. They just have a very sweet conversation. She's about in mourning. Yeah. Um, I will say, I really liked Angela's red, like, cuff bracelet thing. I didn't notice it. Oh, it was very pretty. I liked hmm. it. Um, and they all go out to look for Danny. Wait, really quickly, I want to yes. stop you. One thing that I kind of was like, not, again, I, 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 I thought they did a good job with the emotional tone yes. of the episode. But one thing that kind of stuck out to me was, okay, so when she's talking to Angela again, and she's clearly in mourning, and she's, mm-hmm. I don't know, looking at some keepsake, I have no idea. But basically... Angela's kind of like, you know, I know it must have sounded so weird because I guess maybe she's feeling like people might be wondering why she's taking it so hard or something. Cause yeah, she's I like, can see that. Yeah, like she's just like, yeah, I know it's only three weeks a year, but like, so it's like, what, 15 weeks total or whatever. And then Booth, again, very great, like great um, friend and supportive. She mm. just jumps in. She's like, you know what? A hundred percent of someone for three weeks a year is more than I ever had. And she's actually very chill about this whole thing from the beginning. But like, that she- didn't make sense to me. Because like, remember the very first episode of the show? She's living with someone. Oh. Maybe that's a scathing indictment of all her previous <laughs> relationships. <laughs> She never felt like she had 100% of them at any time. Totally. Possibly. But can you ever really have 100% of someone? And P.S. I would like and to submit once mean? again, she did not have 100% of Kirk. He was gone for days at a time. <laughs> <laughs> not again, not crapping on him, just pointing it out. Yeah. Okay, you know what? So maybe, well, whatever. It was a nice thing to say. It was very nice. But you're right. Maybe it doesn't make a total, total sense. Yeah. So but maybe again, 100% of the time was what I was describing, where I was like, you better be stuck to my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever start date, when you end up starting to date some guy and you guys are going on your first vacation, I'm going to have to pull him aside and be like, listen, you have, you know, five, seven days together. You need to be stuck to that woman. No, no, butthole. no, no. That's different because this is someone I see with some regularity. So then I'm like, whatever. But if you're like doing this thing, where I hope we your only... next relationship is the same as Angela's and you only see this person okay. for three weeks I'm going to start going. <laughs> I'm going to change all of my online dating profiles to be like, I'm looking for relationships relationships for only three weeks out of the year. Yeah. Very serious, very hot and heavy monogamous for three weeks out of the year. Totes. Yeah. To be honest, so after I broke up, uh, no, I, after an um, ex and I broke up, um, we would still see each other. Um, basically, you know, a weekend here and there. And when we were together for those weekends, it was as if nothing had ever happened and we we're still together. And then mm-hmm. we just go back to our lives. I didn't hate it. So what you're trying to say is you think the model works. 
it would work for me. <laughs> You're saying sign me up. Yeah. Look. Maybe more than just, I don't want, I don't need three weeks. I just need like one week a month or something. If there was a man great. who I thought was fun in short spurts, but I had no desire to be in a long-term relationship with, this mm-hmm. is perfect. Yeah. Like probably some true deep-seated emotional issue. <laughs> However, for a light, small period of time, mm. great. Real, like life of the party. We have an incredible time together, can hang out, and then I never have to deal with this shit again. That's the dream. Sounds kind of good. <laughs> really, I just need my space. I just don't need to like. I am the same way, though, in real life. Yeah. <sighs> Like the whole old like Victorian days or whatever the fuck where they had like separate bedrooms. I'm so down for that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Get out of here. I mean. Go snore in that room. I'll go snore in this room. It'll be great. We'll get a good night's sleep and then I'll see you in the morning. We'll high five. Or even back in the, what was it? Like the 50s and they had the separate Separate. beds? Or was that just TV? I'll take separate beds. I prefer separate bedrooms. You want to be able to close the door on the other person. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to have to worry if I like fart and wake myself up, if I snore, just anything. You know? Oh, I would never be worried about those things anyway. I also don't want to listen to that guy. That's true. I mean, look, definitely separate beds at, would be amazing. I don't know if I care enough to do separate room completely, but yeah, I see the value in separate beds for sure. I'm glad we're on the same page. I got to find a guy who's only wants to see me one week a month and who is cool with separate bedrooms. You know what? It's New York City, baby. <laughs> if, so if, weird and reckless. If you can dream it, you can be it. I'm just making up term, like <sighs> words now. He's out there somewhere. Um, okay, let's see. Oh, yeah. So Alex Joseph, a.k.a. AJ. Yeah. Uh, we discover he got beat up. Yes. Because... He was selling peyote to white men. Yep. Because apparently the peyote rituals of the tribe that he's a part of are very sacred. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like religious, um, you know, meaning and all this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So his other tribe members beat the shit out of We're him. like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Good times. Um, they find the bone. They find more bones and they find Kirk's camera stuff. Um, and Angela, like, they're both smart and dumb. Like... <laughs> She wants to make sure that the film doesn't get messed up in case there's clues. Right. But she and Bones also super disturb a crime scene by just gathering shit up instead of like waiting. Well, and also I was like, wait, why wouldn't she think that there might be exposed? There was just like a lot where I was like, how is she not getting this? Is it the desert? Is it the heat getting to her? They see like, yeah, the busted up camera on the ground and she like almost moves to grab it. She does. Yes, yes. Yeah. She almost like actually gets there before Angela's like, yo, there might be film in here. Stop that. But also they just shouldn't have touched it at all. Nope. Uh, Jax, come on. Hey, did you forget in the last episode I when know. she full on like shot 10 rounds into a body <laughs> <laughs> just to like shoo away some rats? Are you forgetting who you're dealing with right now? Yeah, I think I did. This is a woman who was, was just like. She was reasonable for an episode and she really got me. <laughs> let's not forget that just 40 minutes ago she was like, let's rush him. He can't shoot us both. <laughs> okay. Excellent point. Um, and then I realized that the sheriff kind of looks like a mini Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but like 
a less manly Hugh Jackman. Ouch. I'm sorry, Sheriff. What was Ouch. his name? Sheriff Dawes? Did I just make that up? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, Sheriff Dawes. Not, um, he, he just has like a slightly mousier vibe, but he has like all the basic structure and colors are there. You know how like the oldest Hemsworth is not nearly as big as the other two Hemsworth brothers? <laughs> He's like the oldest Hemsworth. Still perfectly Still fine looking. attractive man. But right, no Chris. Yes. Yes, correct. Yeah. Um, and we find out because basically they grab the camera mm-hmm. and that their team and the sheriff is basically are basically fighting over who's going to be able to develop the film and like handle that evidence yes. and take kind of I guess control over the evidence mm-hmm. and and even though I thought Booth was kind of running the case I'm kind of confused by that me too but whatever so the sheriff is really not wanting them to take it over he wants to be the one handling it and mm-hmm. Anne just kind of like buttering her nose and she's like look this is one thing I'm really good at I know I can do this like let me help which is I think also very you know I felt very sympathetic towards her for that and then interesting we had differing thoughts on that because I was like oh well she's grieving you know and I was like she just wants to be useful she can't stand by right again this is an official investigation if it ever has to go to the courts what are you gonna say yes i let this random civilian just develop this film oh i see what you're saying i'm always concerned about the legality of things when they get to the court i never think about that i think about it constantly (laughs) because they never show it in the show i just don't even think that that's a thing so i was just like that seems inappropriate Hmm. uh also it's I know nothing about photography. This mm-hmm. is probably on me, but like, is there that much nuance to developing film that no. like? That was a dumb thing where they were like, "She's the Angela's best the best at, at developing film." I'm like, "There's like 24 hour photos on every corner at this time, like yeah. at this like in 2005, like yeah. was digital that pervasive yet? I don't even know." Anyways, so he lets her take it because she's all sad. Well, I will point out though, we got an interesting nugget of information. Which is part of the reason the sheriff was a little hesitant to let Angela take the camera and shit was because he basically thought she might be... A little suspicious. She's technically a suspect because he was like, listen, he was only basically with you three weeks out of a year and like you... He basically was like, you deserve so much more than that in a a very like he clearly has a hardcore crush on her. I thought it was like kind of a big brother type of way. Oh. Oh, you took it I took it in a very sexual way. way. Oh. Okay. Because he was just like, you're a great woman. You deserve more than three weeks a year. How do I know you didn't just murder him because you were so fucking pissed? And then she was... So Angela drops the knowledge bomb that Kirk wanted to marry her. Mm. He wanted them to be together, but she was one who insisted it was only three weeks a year. So she has commitment issues. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But then Sheriff says, you know, whatever you want to say about that, like... He couldn't have done better. No man could. I was like, he's in love with her. Come on. He couldn't have done better. No man could. Sure. Okay. Yes. No, that's very fair. I guess I always, I just, because he's a big brother to Danny, I thought he was still a big brother. Oh, I was like, he wants to bone her so hard. (laughs) Possibly. 100% (laughs) possible. Yes. You're probably right. Um, so... They get financial info back on Wayne Kellogg, and he definitely doesn't make as much selling his art um, as he says he does, but uh, so Booth and Bones go to talk to him again. 
So Angela develops the photos. Yes. Right. And then so like she just calls them because she's like, hey, the sheriff just looked at the photos and grabbed them and the negatives and ran off. Mm -hmm. So they think he must have seen something in the photos. um, But he just ran off with all the evidence. Okay. yes. And just a little bit before that, uh, Bones and Booth, because they found out about the financial stuff about Wayne Kellogg. They go to Wayne Kellogg's house, and he has these engraving plates that Bones takes a sneaky little photo of and sends them off. Mm -hmm. And... So the next thing that I have is that they finally catch up to the sheriff, and they're like, what the fuck did you see in the photos? And he's like, listen, there's all these... We can see in these pictures, like, that Kirk took of Danny in the background, all Mm -hmm. these, like, you know, stone formations and bullshit. We need to go back to Alex Joseph. I needed to take them to Alex Joseph because next to Danny, he's the only person that knows this desert better than anyone else. So he was able to point them in the direction of where the photos were taken. Mm -hmm. So he basically is like get in and like they all jump in a car together (laughs) and they drive off to the desert place where these photos were taken yes um and then he like drops them off and then he's like oh i'm gonna go look for danny over there and he drives away yeah and then they're all like holy shit did this sheriff literally just (laughs) abandon us here and so they're walking alone for like hours and they're like oh my god do we have enough water and they're literally talking about like are we gonna die what are we gonna do and booth is like yes yes we are (laughs) and they're like literally like this is the end for us and then the sheriff just comes back later you're way better at summarizing stuff. I get way too into the weeds with things. I mean, the reality is I'm just too lazy to take really detailed notes. So this it's is just the kind of the thread of the I thing that I remember. Um, I just want to point out that he literally comes back and no one is yes. like, why the fuck did you just leave us for the... Why like, didn't you say I'll be back in half an hour? They literally do the math and they're like, we only have this much water left. It'll take us X days to walk back. And then... And you don't even know how long... Like, they could have been out there half an hour. They could have been out there four hours. You don't actually know. That sun's still up. And then he comes back and they're like, hey, hey, did you find the body? <laughs> and Bones is like, only Angela could flag down a ride like out in the yeah. desert. But like... It was dumb. She didn't fly. To, he was the only other person out there. Correct. What? And presumably it just means that he didn't abandon them and right. actually came back for them like right. he should do. Yes. It made not any sense. Correct. Um, they noticed that there are, uh, they stumble onto Kirk's truck and kind of in the brush. And there are some tire tracks around it that don't actually match the sheriff's vehicle because they were like, ooh, what if the sheriff did it and this is just his way of getting rid of us? Um, and then Bones starts to kind of accidentally starts to recreate what happens to Kirk. Yeah. In a bit of kind of harsh detail. Then Booth is like, hey, like. Yeah. Like very analytically, like the victim was kneeling here. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, and then when Booth is kind of like, no, maybe not in front of Angela. She's like, oh, sorry. And she actually lowers her voice and like it reacts properly to it, which Mm -hmm. is great. Baby steps. Um, and they follow the blood in the tire tracks to a landing strip because Booth was right. It did kind of have to do with drugs. Um, and the sheriff calls his little HQ and they grab uh, Wayne Kellogg's Humvee. And it turns out there's a bunch. Of, <laughs> there's the most hilarious blood stain I've ever uh-huh. seen on the hood of wayne kellogg's humvee because it's a blood stain that's almost perfectly the shape of a man they do the old good old luminol trick you love it they spray everywhere they're like there's no blood in this vehicle man he it must not be him 
And then somehow Booth knows he just has an intuition about this, you know? Mm -hmm. He's like, try the hood. And the sheriff is like, oh, yeah, right. Like, they would tie up the body of a man to the hood like he's like a fucking elk that they shot on a hunting trip. Nobody would even do that. Even out here, we would notice that. And then it's like literally like... Like he's at the perfect shape of a splayed out body <laughs> tied up onto the hood. But also, why wouldn't you spray it, have sprayed the hood for it anyways? Why would you just spray the whole damn car? I guess you just think they would store a body inside the vehicle so you wouldn't think to spray it outside of the vehicle? I don't Never know. Look, know maybe Luminol's like super expensive. <laughs> <laughs> They're rationing it. They're stingy. They're like, we're going to only spray the most high, li- high likelihood areas. Fair enough. Um... So, uh, Zach calls and says that the uh, injuries on uh, on the body are congruent with an actual fall. So, Booth thinks that uh, he was dropped out of a plane, mm-hmm. which is dramatic. Yeah, I mean, look, Booth is just doing his job and putting two and two together. He sees an airstrip. He knows the body fell. He's like, obviously, this man got shoved out of an airplane. Wait, so that means they cut off the head before they dropped him? Jacks, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't add up. No. How the fuck? So here's my question. Do you think it's maybe that what I was going to start say before and then we decided to pause? Do you think it's that because the coyotes were dragging shit all over the place? Is there a possibility that the skull got dragged somewhere that somebody actually did find it and then left the skull on the porch of the sheriff's house? That's the only way this makes sense. Here's the thing. If I stumble across a skull, and it's not like it's a clean, bleached skull. Right. It's like an icky, gooey, there's still some hair, I think, there. Like, it's nasty. I am not touching that shit. You're not picking it up and anonymously dropping it off with law enforcement. No, I'm calling calling the police. Immediately be like, holy shit. You're dropping a pin on your Google map, and you're like, (laughs) there, this is, Mm -hmm. there's a body here. Bye-bye. You need to go to there. Yes. And then be done with it. Mm Mm-hmm. So presumably they cut off his head beforehand, maybe to like make it more difficult. But then why give it back to the sheriff? And why drop the body out of a plane? You could just bury it in the desert. You're five hours away from civilization. You know, that's a good point. Burying would have been way more effective than just dropping it out in the middle of nowhere and letting animals tear it up because it would at least be gone forever. And, like, say you didn't have shovels, fine. Or I would even argue, if you're going to throw it out of the plane, throw it a little farther away. Throw a fucking arm here, another arm 20 miles away, and then, you know, scatter Clearly you're hacking things up already. Yeah. Yeah. So you must have, like, a machete or some shit. Did we ever know where they were flying to and from? Oh, Booth mentions that Mexico is, like, 80 miles away. Okay. Because they tell us what... The um sorry, so the the thing that the plates that that um Bones found and took a picture of sent to the lab they discover those are counterfeiting plates. Yes. For what kind of currency I'm already forgetting. Venezuelan? Oh okay. Yeah. So presumably these people were flying back and forth from Venezuela then? Oh yes, duh. So then my question is, why not I don't know, drop it over in Venezuela. Anywhere else. Very not in America. Yep. Not Ten miles away from where the killing happened. Jump it in the fucking ocean. Yeah, I just don't really Hello? understand the fuck. I mean, I guess maybe it's like a tiny little prop plane, so it's like not really flying over ocean and stuff. Look, uh, this is where my understanding of my knowledge of geography really uh, sets me back. I don't know where where they were in the desert versus Venezuela. Like, what what land do they cover? 
I mean, just the northern part of South America, right? Yeah. You're right. They could have easily dropped that in the ocean. Yeah. All right. You know what, Jax? We're better murderers than they are. I think I, if I did not have the strong moral compass. Wow. That I do, I'd be great at it. If you weren't, I'd just be great at crime. To generally. your core, the most decent and righteous human being. Yes. Yeah. Exactly, and humble. <laughs> but seriously, I always think of just like oh, I could get away with this, that, and the other thing right now. You know, I have thought about that too. I think I'd be a pretty okay killer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think I know enough. To, like, try and cover my tracks. But, you know, accounting for, like, you know, the random hair that drops out of place that you don't realize. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, at a certain point, doesn't it come down to luck even or no? Is that not a thing? Well, here's the thing. As long as you're not in the system, again, based purely on television. Right. If you're not already in the system for, you know, like, your DNA is not there. Like, even if your hair drops. They'll run it and nothing will come up. Yeah. That's a great point. A, it'll take them, like, three years to actually. (laughs) That's true. Backlog. Yes. Yeah. Uh, States are so underfunded, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. (laughs) Then they won't find anything. And, like, if you're you now, you're spotless. I would also You're do an excellent citizen, so they would never expect <laughs> on paper. I would do, you know, at the end of The Departed, when uh, Mark Wahlberg shows up at. I've never seen it. What? <laughs> Is that a joke? I have no interest in that movie. Why? Do you really love it? No, it's not that it's like so fucking good that you absolutely have to see. I'm just. I know how much media you consume. <laughs> and I'm just really shocked that you wouldn't have at some point seen The Departed because that was a really popular movie mm. when we were basically in college, right. right? So, like, that's prime movie watching time for all of us. I didn't watch as much stuff then as I do now. And then you just never circled back? I, I dislike Boston. I think think the truth comes out. I love history. And so I love it for that reason. But I think a lot of people there are freaking racist. I think correct. They Boston like. (sighs) Okay, guys, Jax is racist (laughs) against Boston. You heard it here first. Tell everyone, you know, you know what it is, I think is I think I went to a lot like school with a lot of and like seeing dating profiles and stuff of just people being like really into being irish and they're just like yeah and they just think that drinking is a personality type wow like and i just find it so fucking off-putting and they're so loud and drunken in your face and to me that is what (laughs) boston symbolizes and they're so proud of that and i just can't stand it okay look i don't not understand that if it not that again i'm not like really out here being like you need to watch this movie i whatever either way i'm just surprised mm. um but if it changes anything for you and you might want to watch it later but you're not because I'm of that i'm never gonna watch that movie. okay got it well it anyway the point being is none of that really comes to pass it's, it's like a, just a crime cop thing cop uh, with cop boston movie. accents correct yeah um well, gosh, well, now this analogy isn't going to make sense I'm to so you. Sorry. But No, it's okay. But I was going to say, so at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg is basically getting retribution. So, okay, I'm going to spoil this for you. Go for so it. So The Departed is basically about like, 
um, a cop who goes undercover undercover in the wait, Irish what's mob? the white person mob? Yeah, Irish mob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what's the white all person the, mob in mobs, Boston? The, oh yeah, okay. Well, not the Italian mob, gotcha. but yeah, yeah, okay. So anyway, so, so there's a uh, the cop. Leonardo DiCaprio is a cop who okay. goes undercover and he's basically like his storyline is like he's beginning to crack under the pressure and the stress of having to live this double life. Mm-hmm. And also because he's undercover in this um, mafia organization led by Jack Nicholson and they're just like fucking wild. So it's like, you know, also he's like, doing things he doesn't like feel right. like he should be doing, blah, blah, blah. And he like ends up like getting into a relationship with his therapist, blah, blah, not oh, important. Boy. But anyway, so then the flip side of that is there's like a neighborhood kid who basically grew up um like super poor and whatever and he was helped out no uh matt damon he was helped out by jack nicholson growing up Mm -hmm. so he feels like you know it's like his surrogate family because he was like you know real scrappy and he didn't have anyone and Mm -hmm. they took care of him Mm -hmm. so he basically is actually truly loyal to them but he joins the police and he becomes an infiltrator in the opposite direction Mm -hmm. and he like feeds them information so basically the movie is like matt damon v leonardo dicaprio they're each trying to find out who the other person is i could not give fewer shits about wow Ugh. also i always knew it was going to be i assumed it was going to be violent so i was like oh I'm oh it's interested. incredibly well i can't actually really remember it's I'm been not too that long interested in mob stuff i'm gotcha. not interested in boston i'm not interested in violence so i was like i don't think i'm gonna right. really be into this film well the only reason i was gonna i was referencing Sorry. it no 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 please i I this is the funniest thing I've learned about you recently. <laughs> You're like I just hate Boston. I'm like interesting. Maybe being from Connecticut. I will tuck that away, <laughs> buddy. I just find it to be kind of an overrated city. I can understand your That's reaction all. to that obnoxious sensibility that sometimes seemed to accompany the Boston people. Yeah. Um I I feel like I just grew up with a lot of people like that. Interesting. And I just I'm like, "Oh, relax see the thing is i've never actually myself encountered anybody like that like it's something i've seen in like you know on tv or whatever Mm. that people parody but i've never come across that myself oh yeah new england yeah Mm. see i grew up in the midwest we're just in the soybean fields and cornfields out there i love it um but the point is sorry so Oh, my God. Here's just me recounting The Departed. <laughs> and from memory, because I haven't seen it in probably like 15 years, so like not probably very well. But basically, so Ma- Mark Wahlberg is essentially... So Mark Wahlberg and Alec Baldwin are basically Leonardo DiCaprio's boss. They are the ones who get him to go undercover for them in the mob. Mm-hmm. But they also like destroy... It's like one of that classic thing is like, no one knows you're undercover but us. They like right. destroy all of Leonardo DiCaprio's files and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like if... If they aren't there to say he's an actual cop, he's, he's fucked. fucked yeah. And if like those, you know, so like, um, I can't remember what happens. Basically, they come. They, I don't remember. How does this tie back to Bones again? Oh, God, I'm getting there. Sorry. I just got distracted. The point is, th- so they kill Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. Because they find, because they, it's like Matt Damon v. Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. Matt Damon wins. They kill Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. And so in Retribution, one of like the last shots of the film is Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. Um, so like Matt Damon's going back into his apartment. And he mm-hmm. like opens the door and he like walks in. And then behind him, you see Mark Wahlberg and he's completely wearing like one of those hazmat suits and mm-hmm. he's completely covered his head. Mm-hmm. He's wearing gloves. He's got like the shoe covers on. He just he's shoots ready. Matt Damon in the back and 
or maybe Matt Damon turns around. He just shoots him and then he walks out. So I bring this up because I was like, I've always thought if I was ever going to murder anyone, I would do it Mark Wahlberg style. Sorry, that was a real long walk, you guys. (laughs) You asked what happens and I just felt like I wanted to give you a faithful retelling. Cut it out. You can cut it all out. You could have just said... One guy murders another guy and he does it while wearing Jack's, a hat. No, because you wouldn't have understood the the emotional element of it. You're right. I think I've seen the ending of that movie and I was like, okay. Literally just the ending where there's like, doesn't Jack Nicholson get killed? I hate Mark Wahlberg like 98% of the time that mm-hmm. I see him in something. But that I felt really satisfied by. That's cool. I felt really good when he did that. I actually don't really have that much against Matt Damon. It's just Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm just like, why? Because of the pussy posse? Is that just the string of models that he constantly dates? Oh, no. When he was young and like hot after Titanic, him mm-hmm. and, the, and his cohort of hot young like Toby. actors. Yeah, Toby McGuire. Who's not hot ever. And I think like Matt Dillon, weirdly. Yeah. Like just like this whole group of yeah. dudes that the only person you still remember is Toby McGuire and uh-huh. Leonardo DiCaprio. They literally call themselves the pussy posse. I mean, young dudes are gross. Yeah, like if you're like uh, 17 and the most famous people in the world. And if I looked like Leonardo, like in his heyday, he yeah. looked fucking good. Right. So like, we get I it. I kind of get it. Well, I mean, it speaks it's to... Not, I don't condone it, but I understand <laughs> Oh, you it. don't condone the pussy posse, Jack? <laughs> I mean, I think he's like, that's gross, but I think it's weirder that he just dates models and like, oh, none yeah. of this has worked out for you, Leo. Maybe try something different well it speaks to some other issues i guess because like oh, the yeah. models stay the same and he just gets and older yeah. and older and older yeah oh, do you remember that time there were pictures of him literally vacationing with a boat full of models and it yeah. was just him mm-hmm. i just that was like the most i i <laughs> that tickles me to no end <laughs> to just just be like i don't fucking give a shit I know I could literally get 20 models on a boat to just like cruise around with me for a week because I'm Leonardo DiCaprio. That's literally whenever I think of him, that is the first thing I think of. Yes. I mean, it I immediately disgusts me. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a little sad. Like, I would rather be on a boat with my friends. Like. Wow, that's a good point. You know, than like, not to say that models don't have substance. I'm sure some of their, you know, like any other group of people you got idiots you got smart people you got nice people whatever but like you don't surely you don't know them all that well like right as much as i love beautiful men if i someone was like you can go on a boat with a bunch of beautiful men who you don't really know that well and who only want to kind of be with you because your fame and your money or a boat with your friends no. i'd absolutely go with my friends every time well and also the dynamic of it is just like him and then 20 models uh, it just it's like the fucking bachelor on right. water or it's like, no it's like it's like this is my harem yeah like it's super gross and weird uh, yeah it's weird so anyways sorry I, I don't care for it so anyway so i did just 15 minutes on the departed <laughs> <laughs> you can cut it out and leave it as bonus I'm content later leaving it in anybody can go listen to how i think i remember the departed That's okay i thoroughly enjoyed it and i also am really struggling getting through this episode where were we with my notes look the point is he's a counterfeiter they find an airstrip they realize some mm-hmm. of these whoever this gang is of 
Were they still drug dealers, though? No, they're just counterfeiters Here's at this the point, thing. right? You find out later that it was Kellogg who actually shot and killed him. Wait, you do? Yeah. Booth says that in just like a one-off thing. So like... Wait, I must have missed that. I think at the end when they're literally like the last scene and he just rattles off some stuff and he mentions that like it was Kellogg who actually shot the guy. Well, so like they go back to Kellogg, right? And they're basically, tell us what you know and he has like a lawyer and he's like refusing to say anything. He'll only say anything if he gets a deal. Mm -hmm. So we know he's a sleazy piece of shit. Right. And so... You know, the the sheriff is so sad because they still haven't found Danny yet. Now, at this point, she's been out there for like Five six days. days or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And they, they're, they're like, she's probably dead. We don't know that she had six days worth of water. So he, the sheriff is so sad. And he's like, I guess we just have to take this deal where basically Kellogg gets off completely for everything right. that he's done. And then <laughs> he just looks at the sheriff. And he was like, I was trained as an army ranger. Does that mean anything to you, Dawes? And Dawes is like, yeah. Like tearfully, like, yeah. But like, is it just that you don't give up? Like, what I does that fucking know, mean? I don't Jax. I don't Every know. single episode, we either have to remind, like the audience is reminded either that Bones is an orphan, orphan. Or that Booth is a sniper slash army ranger. I think we got both of those things. Because earlier when she was like, I've never had that before like with the three weeks 100 percent of person three weeks, i was like is this is this because she's an orphan oh but that was like a romantic thing i didn't think oh that. okay so she's just like lonely yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> i think so well anyway the point is that what we're supposed to understand is that means yeah i guess booth doesn't give up even yeah. when you're the underdog and everything seems stacked against you Seemingly. so they go back out to the desert one last time mm-hmm. to just look um and they basically like go to like where like the where were they at the Humvee or did they just pick a place that they thought made sense next to the corpse? I don't remember. Yeah, I think they were close somewhere close to that. Crime they basically scene. just like they start at a central point and they each walk out yes. from the center. And Booth is like everyone walk out like fifteen meters or something right. and just stop and then look around everywhere in every direction for for tracks and then angela goes and because earlier in the episode (laughs) while she was tearfully grieving Mm -hmm. she had made this comment about how kirk loved the desert and he said that if you went out there and just what like were quiet and stood still listen to the desert it would speak it would speak to you Mm -hmm. um and at the time (laughs) i thought bones was so kind she was just like wow has that ever happened to you she is very chill about it she was totally bones about it yeah so angela does it she's out in like her 15 paces away she's just standing alone they're supposed to walk 15 minutes away but then oh was it minutes yeah she just stops but then clearly like she stops and then bones forgets that assignment because she's by angela she after her. two seconds she angela stops she gets quiet she takes a deep breath mm-hmm. and she looks out on the landscape and then she literally sees a vision of danny walking in like a particular direction mm-hmm. so that she realizes danny must have gone in that direction yes. and then like you said yeah bones just pops up behind her and she's like everything okay <laughs> and then angela's like she went that way and they're actually able to find her based on that yep i mean it's pretty um it's pretty great. It is great. And in the meantime, back at the lab. Um, oh, this was the other thing that made me annoyed. This was dumb. Dr. Goodman tells Zach, because clearly Zach was like, Hodgins is being unfair. Mm-hmm. And so Goodman tells Zach that he need that Zach needs at least one doctorate to win arguments there. And yeah. Zach is like, but once I get 
my doctorate, then I won't work here anymore. And Dr. Goodman's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then you realize that Zach has just been dragging his feet because he yes. just wants to stay working with Bones. Um, yes. And that was apparently the whole point of them all as a group bullying Zach. What do you mean? Well, because after this whole exchange where he's like, you have to have at least one right. doctor to win an oh, argument. that's this why time. Hodgins and... Yeah. That's why Dr. Goodman really was giving him a shit. Well, and also I think Hodgins. Because Hodgins later goes to Dr. Goodman after that exchange. He's like, man, I feel really bad. I really like Zach. Yeah. And then Hod- and then Dr. Goodman's like, it's it's what's best for him. He hasn't, he stopped working on his thesis. Like, I think Hodgins was just giving him shit to give him shit, though. Oh, I thought it was intentional to just be like mean to him so he wouldn't want to stick around. Oh, I think that I thought that was just Hodgins personality. Honestly, at this point, who could say <laughs> that's the sad truth. So, uh, yeah, Goodman's like, this guy's not working on his dissertation anymore. Like he's got to grow up. Tough love kind of sitch. Fair enough. Because mm-hmm. he has also noticed that um, Zach is kind of enamored with Bones, mm-hmm. even though she's like not particularly. She's really tough on him. She doesn't seem like a good teacher. No, she just seems to yell at him when he doesn't do stuff she likes. Yeah. I mean, I, I appreciated the idea because Dr. Goodman was like, yes. he's so talented. He like needs to go on. He needs to graduate and yeah. go on and like start his great career. But yeah, this is like, why do it like this? Why not just sit the man down? Like, like you need. Yeah. Surely Zach admires Dr. Goodman just as much as he admires Bones. Or I don't know. Maybe not. Look, he, but Zach's weird and seems to be in love with every woman he sees. But yeah. Anyway, I just is this how men function? They just instead of just having direct conversations, they just do weird apparently around the issue look i would hope that if anyone ever felt that way about me they would just like let me know they were concerned rather than just trying yeah. to bully me and like manipulate me into doing what they think i need to it do would make me question everything correct awful um so then they're back we're back out in the desert angela is back at the cabin looking at photos of her and kirk and she's wearing a brown and orange crocheted vest that I just strongly disagree with. I didn't even notice that, but you know what? what? If there's one thing I remember from this episode, that there's just like a lot of questionable fashion. Did you notice Bones' shirt? The bright no. red shirt? What? It's bright, a bright red Oxford that's like shiny and it has like a bunch of like rose stuff on it. It's bad, Sam. Why did they do this to it's these people? It's really bad. I feel like this is like, remember in episode one or and two when I was like anything she's ever worn before of no, there were some episodes where like everyone showed up in like a weird droopy prairie dress. And I was just like, what the fuck is this? It's ridiculous. All right. So they um, ruined these women. The, the costume designer should be left out in the des- desert because it's awful. Um, so Angela is very sweet and she's just kind of worried that she basically won't find anyone like Kirk ever again who would be willing to actually like who really loves her and would mm-hmm. make that kind of commitment to her. And Bones is like, of course you would. You will. Blah, I also like that she was kind of like Kirk really loved me and he wanted to be with me. And I was the one that said yeah. we can only do three weeks a year. She was, and she said, like, I'm, I'm worried that let's see. I'm worried that I don't have a generous heart. Mm. And I was like. That was surprisingly introspective yeah. from Angela. Because normally she's like very freewheeling, like, I'm wild. Right, I'm right, an right. artist. But she was really questioning. And she's fine, seemingly fine with like kind of one night stands and hookups right. or whatever. Whereas in this case, she it, she kind of 
thinks about it a little bit more and this yeah. is one of the only situations where she's unfortunately really not it took a brutal murder for her to finally <laughs> reconsider her life choices but yes yeah. where a man is shot strapped to a car dropped out of a plane had his head ca- uh hacked off and, and then, then also was t- eaten by torn coyotes. apart by coyotes yeah it's a it's a little bit much um bones is very assuring which is very sweet um and um yeah and apparently it ends with booth being like it was kellogg which i totally missed yes, yes. all right well i guess that's what happens when i don't have to make slides for the episode it was a real off the everything cuff falls off thing, <laughs> right he was like yeah i don't know it was off the cuff all right well yeah episode 17 yeah not not bad you're, there was a lot Are that happened a, that was kind of slow and led nowhere, though. It was slow. Not bad in terms of our personal emotional turmoil because mm-hmm. the characters are being ridiculous. Correct. Yeah. It was slow, maybe a little boring, um, and there were a lot of loose ends, yeah. but not infuriating, which is appreciated. Yes. All right. Dudes? Dudes. Well, I have several i don't really have any so oh my god well do you want to go first then actually i don't i don't really have any oh my god you literally have when you said i don't really have any i thought you meant you have like one i didn't realize you had zero that's fine i got you covered girl the only like the guys who i've been lusting over this week are from a professional soccer team (laughs) (laughs) hey that counts which has nothing to do with television or movies well it doesn't have to it's just dudes you want to bone so the so i'm a manchester united fan for the english premier league football which is our soccer i don't think i knew that okay i'm just gonna um, tuck that away in here yes. along with your racism against boston <laughs> <laughs> however um liverpool is also a team in the premier league that does um, that's a lot better with social media and their team is led by a head coach who is the smiliest, happiest, most lovely German man you've ever seen in your life. Okay. Um, and he's really fostered a great culture there. Okay. And Manchester United has been in turmoil for a couple years now. Wait, cause like they're not doing well. They're not doing well because they had a head coach who, uh, did not get along with a manager who did not get along with his team and so he left and then they got a new manager who's very nice but maybe isn't the best um they haven't been like they did pretty well last season they're not doing well this season they have uh this player paul pogba who's phenomenal and he was on the team the french team that won the world cup the most at the most recent world okay. cup like it's there's a lot going on there and they're not clearly like people are not happy things are going on so um and i don't they don't do as well with like instagram stuff and like their players don't have those types of personalities as much really like the personalities that where they want to like take selfies and post about themselves like actively promote themselves on their own social media they're not the most fun team liverpool however is very fun and i have friends who are liverpool fans um and so i would just watch games and you notice the very, very handsome men on the team. Um, and so then I just started following them and seeing all their great posts and stuff. 
I've basically become a Liverpool fan. Oops. <laughs> Wait, why did you Which, even pick Man, 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 Manchester United? Yes. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> so I started watching football more because NBC bought the rights to play the Premier League games. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was finally able to actually watch it and follow it. Mm. Um, even though I'm... So so incredibly casual like i'm not like a hardcore fan by any stretch okay um i don't know that much about it whatever um but you know the men oh i do um and so i was just watching games and they were one of the first games i watched and i really enjoyed watching them um so i've been following liverpool actually closer than manu and Liverpool happens to have won the league this past year. They could lose every game. I wouldn't care. I just really like the guys on the team for their personalities and their beautiful bodies. So I am going to show you. I can't wait. I mean, I'm already really primed for this because of Ted Lasso. Okay. So I'll I'll show you, like, my top three guys. The first one is Jeannie Wijnaldum. He's so cute. He Oh, he is. He's so a little cute. he's a little Dutchman. He's Dutch. Yes. Um he's like very soft spoken and sweet, and I'm just in love with him. Oh, he's adorable. Yes. Um the next one is not my usual type. Ooh. Uh, because he's white. <laughs> 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 and um and he's a skinny little guy, but oh he's my God. a left back, which is the same position I play when I play soccer. Um, and he's super good, and he's super funny and fun. Andy Robertson. Oh, my God. This is right up my alley, man. Right? He's very cute. He's a skinny little Scottish guy. Oh, Scottish? Even better. Yes. He's great. He's very charming. Oh, my God. He is very, like, skinny looking. Yeah. Oops, he just sorry. runs for days. Aw. I love him. He's adorable. He's adorable. He's great. And have you heard of Lionel Messi? I've heard the name. He's basically like the best player in the world. Okay. And so they played Messi's team and Messi was on the ground because they basically just beat the shit out of him. And as, so Rabba was running, Messi's on the ground. He, you see him just shove (gasps) his head (laughs) like a real asshole just because like, He's the best player in the world, and it's just, like, a mental thing to just fuck with him. And they won the game, and so later... But he's he should win an Oscar for acting, because later in the game, Messi goes to the ref and is just like... What the you fuck? You see him gesturing, being like, this fucker, like, pushed me. <laughs> and Robin's just like, what are you talking about? Oh, my God. Me? What? I don't... And he was, you could see him being like, ref, I don't know what he's talking about. And it's, it's a beautiful performance. Wait, but don't they do, like, playback? Like The ref hadn't seen it. He's not going to play it back for that. Okay. Because the play had gone on. It wasn't a thing anymore. And, like, even the captain of Liverpool comes over to be, like, because Messi had pushed Robbo a little bit. And the captain was like, what the fuck are you doing? Because he also did not see Robbo just shove Messi's head in a somewhat violent fashion. And I was just like, this guy, he's so intense on the field, and I love him. It's that energy. It's that energy you love. It is. Just toxic masculinity. (laughs) Um, And then the last, I'll say 
too. So Mo Salah is known as the Egyptian king because he's an amazing forward who scores lots of goals. Is he Egyptian? He is. They have a whole song about him. Oh, my God. You know what? Let me go on his Instagram. And also, when he takes off his shirt, it is... Oh, Zen. Oh, Zen. It Are is you like... okay? I'm sweating. Do you need a glass of water? So this is Mo. <gasps> oh, he's so cute! He's a tiny little man. Oh, our soccer dude's not big dude. It's not like football, right? Where it's, it's like hulking. There are varying sizes. You can oh, okay. be five seven, and it's not a problem. But Makes let me sense. just show you, Mo. Okay, sometimes when okay, so like athletes <laughs> and also like you know like movie stars and stuff. Granted, maybe the photos are a little photoshopped for movie stars, but yes. like. Sometimes there's like a level of physical fitness where I'm truly like I don't understand how your body does that. I don't either. It's like, my body has never once, and it will never, ever be remotely close to that level of fitness. Like, this was after he scored an amazing goal. So, like, it's just in the moment oh my God, he, he took is his shirt off. so muscular. I just can't. And it's probably also because he's just so low body fat. So, you're just, yeah. like, seeing all of the muscle. But it's just, like... It's insane. It's so wild. Yeah. It's so wild. Yeah. Um, and then... I'll join his fan club. I don't understand <laughs> soccer, and I don't get how this works, but I, I'm a fan of his. And then the last guy is the most expensive defender in the league. Ooh. Um, Virgil van Dijk, another Dutchman, who's like 6'4", which usually you know guys Dutch are men not... were known for being soccer players, but okay. Every country has them. <laughs> um just me like an ignorant american over here <laughs> virgil van dyke who is a phenomenal defender who's a beautiful very tall dutch god okay him i'm less into his head him. is just so tall he's a big dude but his face is just his he has the a, shape tall, of he has his a head long is, face yes long face yes and again He's obviously a very fit and attractive and clearly very talented man. I'm not, I like, like, I find him handsome objectively, but also, like, his presence and stuff on the field is just, like... Maybe that's what it is, because also, you're seeing his social media, so you're getting a little bit of, like, personality sprinkled in. I'm just looking at pictures, and it's just, like, I can tell that he's obviously attractive, but, like, you know, again, not for me. It's, like, an objective thing, but not for you. I guess Perhaps not for me, but I appreciate and understand. His personality is, like, very chill and laid back, Mm -hmm. and, like, don't worry, I got this. Ooh, well, everyone likes that. Yeah. So, those are... I like it. Those are my guys. This is this is basically men. Jax wants to bone. Oh God! Colon yes. the soccer edition, or they're, sorry, the football edition. They're all married with like children. That's oh. fine. Because uh, they get married so young, I don't get it. Probably because they're all just like, I'm a millionaire and I'm 17. Why I'm, the fuck? But a lot of it's like I'm 23. Oh, awesome. like half the time they're models. The other time it's like your high school sweetheart. And just like why? But I feel like that's also like that's like common for a lot of pro athletes right i don't like it, yeah a lot of times they're like hitting it big when they're like quite young yeah. so it's like prone to that kind of high school sweetheart type of thing i don't know anyways those are my guys i love all them right. very much they all seem like lovely human beings look they're the best at something they are which is you know always not something any of us can really say 
and adds like a level of attraction too i'm just speaking for myself there maybe you are the best at something no okay i'm fine with it um so i can tell you my dudes are based on the things that i binged this week what did you binge this week all right so i'm gonna first start with the first one and i just really need to um i need to mount a passionate defense for myself first (laughs) oh no No, the guy is objectively hot okay however i came upon him from the show emily in paris okay so i binged it because i was feeling a little down in the dumps about Mm -hmm. the election Mm -hmm. it's been a really stressful time yes um i just want to watch something that i knew would be almost meaningless right it would just be moving pictures yes and i knew there was gonna be pretty fashion so i was yes. like i want to see pretty clothes i want to see pretty views of paris and was i just want to shot in and paris? i just want to be hot dudes uh, i assume some of it was because mm-hmm. there are clearly some shots that look like it mm-hmm. but then others that just look look like shitty green screen gotcha. so hard okay. to say but one of the guys so this basically um, Lily Collins is like flitting around Paris like a dumb dumb and she just keeps <laughs> running into hot guys like every other man she meets is fucking gorgeous and all of them want to bang her and I'm gotcha. just like this is so like she's, she's beautiful but leave. like yeah, but yeah. anyway the point being is the main guy love interest the one that kind of rises to the top among the seven other dudes that are vying uh-huh. for attention and that I was really rooting for is, <laughs> is her let's see it's her downstairs neighbor the character's name is gabrielle he's mm. played by lucas bravo <laughs> oh god she's laughing oh no i thought she'd be into this is she into this yeah oh Jax. he is so good looking and in the show he's like this he's french i love the way french sounds yes he's a chef he's so adorable he seems way out of her league. He's so mature. Wow. Ouch. I'm sorry. Lily Khan's character. Oh, look, nothing against Lily Khan's. I don't know anything about her. Mm-hmm. I have not really seen her in anything. But her character in the show is annoying as fuck. Yeah, she seemed incredibly annoying. However, <laughs> <laughs> Lucas Bravo, a.k.a. Gabrielle, is lovely. He, again, objectively handsome. And I, I find him attractive, just not for me. Lucas Bravo, though, is that a real name? Because I was like, is this like a stage name situation? Anyway. no idea but yeah good looking dude wow wow that is not the reaction i was expecting and Sorry. it's only gonna go downhill from here oh, because no. every one of the other dudes i'm gonna bring up are from the other show i binge watched mm-hmm. this week the queen's gambit uh-huh. and of course as you oh, know yeah. this is a movie about the world of chess and we're not just talking about chess oh. jacks we're talking about fucking world-class chess players so i just want you to imagine for a second the what op- that might look like of liverpool football club players. correct <laughs> so the show's great p.s everyone should watch it however Okay, so the first guy I'm going to bring up. I know it's not going to make sense, and I need you to bear with me here. Because even before this, I would never have said I think this guy is attractive. Like, not in a million years. But I don't know how he did it. He made it work in the show. Okay. So, you know the Love Actually kid? Yeah. To- Thomas Brody Sangster? Yeah. Or whatever? Who then showed up as something else in what show? I can't remember. Or movie Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah. He plays like the American chess champion okay. in the show. Yeah. And like little will they won't they situation mm-hmm. with whatever. Just two people who would have children with the buggiest eyes like, you've ever seen. The fucking brainiest of all brains. No, I buggiest eyes. Oh, but also their brains. Oh, but yeah. Okay. I would, brains, whatever. I'm just <laughs> the point is in the show, he dresses like. Oh, no. 
Okay, first of all, there's a lot of leather. I just need you to understand oh, that right that's now. That's unexpected. Okay. Leather, like wide leg pants, leather, like baggy trench, because all clothes are baggy on a man of this stature, because he's so thin. Um, he's wearing lots of necklaces, lots of cl- chunky is, silver jewelry, perhaps native inspired. What's that? What year is this? It's in the 60s, mostly. Okay. Um, so he's one of those child prodigies that was like winning chess championships at like seven. So I guess you're supposed to understand that like this weird boho vibe that he's got comes from like just being like the fucking best at something since he was like 10 years old or whatever. Okay. It doesn't make sense. It shouldn't work, but it really does. And I'm trying to find (laughs) a picture of him. Um, Because I think he's he's cute. He's got a little elfish elvish thing going on. The thing on. is, this even stretches Your. the limits of me being like boyish, lanky nerd. It's just like truly like so... Here, here's a picture of him in the show. It's like he's like a cowboy drifter. Um, leather daddy? I don't know. <laughs> if it wasn't for the coat and the hat, I'd be like, okay, maybe I can get your just like... It kind of could be like a weird hipster from today. He's just wearing all these long chains you know and like sometimes like, no shirt with the long chains. And you're whoa. just like, oh boy. You know how they always say like when you get dressed, like take off one item. He needs to take off like four. Yeah. Because like he is cute. He made like choices. And the thing is at first before I realized this wasn't like based on a true story and this is completely fictional. Then I was like, whoa, he Thomas made choices. Maybe it was written in. I don't know. But it's not that far from this outfit from Godless. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... And which, do you find him attractive in that? Mm, I'd have to watch the show. Okay. If you had just shown me this picture, I would not be into this even a little bit. In fact, my but, ovaries would have shriveled. However, after watching the show... I don't hate show, it, actually. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're ill. Are you okay? Is everything okay? I mean, I don't like the outfit, but, like, you know what it is? I, like... I just, I, I'm attracted to hyper-masculinity sometimes. This isn't hyper-masculine? It's overcompensating, trying to be tough. Oh, God. Because he's a fucking nerd. What is his character like on the show? He's, like, too cool for school. I think that's what's so attractive So did you like his character? Yeah, I think okay. that's why it works, because he just comes off as so fucking cool, and he's so fucking smart, mm. and it's... It's just like not even a thing for him. Gotcha. Like he doesn't need to prove anything because he, I mean, he clearly has an ego. You know what? That's what it is. He, that outfit is stupid, but he's confident. Yes. And that confidence. is very attractive. Um, okay. Now the other guy also from the Queen's Gambit, mm-hmm. his, his character's name was Towns, but let's see. His name is Jacob uh, Fortune Lloyd. And he also plays another so the guy i just showed you was like a world chess champion Mm -hmm. this jacob guy was sort of like a state level champion so still very good but like not Mm -hmm. remotely at the level of the main character and the other guy Mm -hmm. he plays this like super cute um like character that like they flirt Mm -hmm. and like there's again more of a will they won't they vibe um and i just think he's so adorable i feel like i've seen him before he is cute I think he's cute. Yeah. Ooh, especially with sh- ooh, especially with shorter hair. I'm into that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hadn't seen those pictures of him with short hair. With yeah. short hair, he looks a bit older, and it's just he like, looks yeah. more a little bit more masculine. Yeah. 
All right. So anyway, just chess champions over here for me. <laughs> Fake chess champions and a random French chef. I'm into it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I support mm-hmm. all of them. Thank you. Um, my hypothetical. So let's see here. I started a list. Um, so I think I've talked to you about this before. Um, and I can answer first if it would help you craft your answer. Okay. To kind of get in the mindset of what I'm trying to get to. Um, I, both of us are atheists. Yep. I love the idea of heaven. Mm-hmm. But if I don't like the idea of heaven being, um, like a one size fits all thing. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of heaven being what that person wants heaven to be. Oh, like Mormon heaven. I have no idea. Like everyone has their own little planet. That's their heaven or whatever the fuck. Okay. Sure. I didn't know, know that. I don't know. It's something that the Book of Mormon taught me. Gotcha. Um, if you could design your heaven, what would it be like? I will tell you, mine would kind of be, like, basically, I would want to, it would, not all of it would be enjoyable, to be honest, but, like, I want to follow any person I want to throughout their life, throughout all of time. I'd want to be able to see everything. I want to go back to the beginning of the universe, see everything. Because, like, so many things that we watch now are just, like, this weird, sh- like, these shows based in medieval times, these shows based in here, there, you know, whatever. Hmm. I want to be able to see it all in real life. So if I could just... Like, have a little time machine, but also be sitting, chilling in a recliner, like, eating whatever snacks I want. So it's like you're watching a movie of Yes, history. but, like, I like I can be there and experience it without actually being there. I want to be able to see everything. All the events through history. Follow the lives of people, whoever I want to, as wow. if I'm just a fly on the wall. Um, and while also just sitting and eating and never getting fat and, you know, whatever. That's very interesting also dinosaurs i wouldn't that makes sense Mm -hmm. i don't think i would ever have chosen that it's the thing is it's not something that would be like enjoyable the whole time right because you would see potentially terrible things or like whatever but i'm just i enjoy history so much and I'm so interested in what really happened because all we've been able to see of hmm. so many historical events is just the narrative that we've kind of told ourselves based on whatever journals or whatever. I just really want to see it, see what really happened. Wow. I was thinking sort of more like contained in time or like a literal world like what would you want go for it your universe yeah. you can also interpret this question any way you'd like oh. hmm. so okay what would your self-contained world be like so i feel like this really highlights the difference between us because you have this very interesting and sort of earnest desire to like learn more about the world and see more about the world and witness it <laughs> i'm just out here trying to be comfortable again i also want to be comfortable that entire time like i don't know what my heaven would 
So wait, so is it that I'm like having to find something to like pass the time as well, right? Because I'm like living out my eternity in or heaven. So I need maybe your heaven is you don't like you don't actually have to feel that eternity. It could just be interesting. You just know, like you're just be whatever there. You're just experiencing that moment. And you don't realize the passage of time. Yes. Hmm. Would hmm. you live in a house? Would you even need a house? Maybe you're just bouncing around on clouds. I feel like I would want like my own like kingdom. Love it. Like I don't know if I wanted to be truly true to life like old days when there were kings and queens because right. I feel like you know people were dying in like yes. 25 of like the flu. Yes. Like well I guess that could still happen now but you know what I mean. Um, you were 14 getting married and then dying of dysentery with right. 17 children. And then like I, all my teeth are falling out of my face at like 23. Like yes. I don't want that. But just the experience of living in that time I think would be interesting. So like in the same way that you're curious about these different times like when I just think about like the time periods I think would be fun and interesting would be like I would love to be like Marie Antoinette mm. or like live in King Louis XIV's palace and court, but just have none of the repercussions. You would like to enjoy the opulence and everything that comes with it of like yeah. cool lives. Like experience the true maximum opulence as your, and like the most, I feel like, yeah, like at least historically, and maybe this is just me not remember remembering history well because i didn't get an excellent history education but like <laughs> like yeah like the things that i can remember in time being like really stand out culturally oh the one question i do want to know mm. is just i just want to go back and see how they built the pyramids i am just oh, curious yeah, about that great. like Stonehenge. i'd be like answer that Let's question this out. yes those kinds of like how do they do it things i want to check those out of the universe mm-hmm. i would like to know just peep in see what happened and then i'd be like okay bye bye i love that go home i want to s- was it the Big Bang? How did yeah. we all get here? I want to know. I, and then I'll go home to Versailles. You walk around the palace. You walk mm-hmm. around the gardens. You eat awesome food. I, Although, like, did they They didn't really have spices and stuff. So I feel like a lot of food was actually probably very bland. Oh, no. Then. That's a good point. Because that only really happened when they, like, you can went make to as India many and stuff, right? Ducks and had the Silk Road. And, yeah, as many ducks and cakes as you want. But I'm guessing compared to our food now, that stuff's shitty. See, I guess the possibility is that then I live in, like, but you can try it and find but out with, for yourself. I could live as like a Chinese emperor's first wife. Oh, you could great. be a Chinese emperor. Who gives a shit? Oh, right. Okay, because we don't have it's to heaven. live by those you rules. Can do, you can just like <gasps> shove your soul without actually like, because there are no rules. So you could make this, you're not actually going back in history, but you can like live that life. You wouldn't actually... Uh, you know, there won't be any consequences of what you do. Yeah. But you can just like project you know your mentality into that and just pretend like you're an emperor. I think what I would do was actually, it would but be God like, would be like, this is, this is really what happened. Here you go. Boom. Remember what I was saying to you like that, like that ticket around the world thing? Yes. I feel like I would want to <laughs> yes. do something like that, but for those, it's like, I want to go live in a Chinese emperor. Yes. Yeah. Chinese emperor's court. And then I want to be an Egyptian pharaoh. 100%. And then I want to live in Versailles. Yeah. And then I want to go to Italy and live in, what was a famous king of Italy or something? Whatever. Just go to Rome and like be like a Alexander Roman the Great, Caesar, check out that. Watch check out- him get stabbed. And then... <laughs> And go to Greece <laughs> yeah and see what's going oh on oh my there. god yes and like see y- you know what maybe it would turn into that but only I'm not looking for what you sound you seem to be describing you just want to see real life I want to see only the most privileged lives <laughs> and live only the mis- most privileged lives throughout history I I'm 
I absolutely do want to do that. I also just want to see what's a follow around a regu- a baker from Greek times. I don't need that. <laughs> That's fine. I'll see you. We'll high five and keep going. You, when you're you know? done doing your day trips out <laughs> into the village, come back to Versailles and we'll hang. That's great because I also would love to see friends. I'll have been soaking in the bath all day. Yes. And you were out stepping in shit and smelling and there's just like rats and people are throwing their shit into the streets. And I mean, I won't get hit by it. I'll be fine. Right. You'll have a protective orb. Yep. I'm floating in a bubble. So this is the difference in you and me. <laughs> I want to eat the food and I want to experience the best of things. And I want that, but also just to see what real life was like. And who knows? Maybe I'll start and it'll be terrible and I'll be like, I only want to do the fun stuff. You just tell me about it. You come back. Great. When we, when we meet back up for dinner I'll at the end of pictures. each night. Look, it'll be like you're <laughs> traveling every day, but yes. like you just stay with me Zen, at my palace. This would be perfect because yeah. I want someone to chat with. I want yeah. someone to talk about those experiences. Right. You go. I'll go. And I'll stay inside and eat. And I'll just like think of funny stories to tell you along the way. I'll I'm walk have the grounds of the palace. It'll be great. You'll have dinner ready on the table. Your servants are all made yeah. for you, but you won't have guilt because it's heaven. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll chat. I'll show you a slideshow of my day. Mm-hmm. Tell you all about it. Can there be supernatural we'll stuff in this to world sleep too? In separate red bedrooms. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect marriage. <laughs> Wait, can supernatural magic stuff happen too? It's heaven. You can have whatever the fuck you want. Okay, because I would love while we're doing the you know tour around. Well, while I'm doing the tour yes. around world of privilege yes. experiences, and you're doing the the, the real person experience. I'm doing both. Mix the mix the full. You're doing the full package. I'm just doing the gold package. You're the VIP deluxe. Yeah, and I'm just like <laughs> the comprehensive. Del- yeah, yeah. Um, when we go to places like, for example, in the Middle East or wherever, like, sure, I want to do like in the movie Aladdin. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I just said it in the movie Aladdin as if no one knows <laughs> what I'm talking about. You know, that feature oh, film Aladdin. Aladdin. Yes. I want to ride on a magic carpet. Oh, great. Yeah. I want a genie. I want to chill with the genie. I don't need to make wishes because obviously I'm already de facto, yeah, like default living the privileged life. Yeah. I'm not worried you about snap it. snap your fingers and you got it. I'm not concerned. I just want to like see good the things. And then sort of in the same way, this is sort of random. So why do you need the genie? Oh, just to hang. So really, you just want friends. Not friends, but just, I'm just like, I just want to know what it's like. Like, I just, I'm like, so that's the, the human interest story I care about. <laughs> you want to follow a fucking baker? And I want to talk to the genie and be like, yo, what's up? What's that like? <laughs> but it's not real. Like, do you want to actually talk to the Robin Williams genie? Yeah. As if that was a real person. I assume he's real. That's what I, I, no, sorry. I'm confused. I assume, because we're bringing elements of that fake world into this heaven, right? Because this is my heaven. Uh Uh-huh. So, like, we have a magic carpet. We have a poo. A boo? Shit. A boo. A poo is from The Simpsons. A boo. (laughs) (laughs) We have a boo. I just Uh want to chill with them for a while and hang out. Okay, so you want to first make those characters real and then also... Hang, hang out with, with them, them for like okay. whatever a lot of time gotcha. we're hanging there before we move on to the next place gotcha. just to kind of like liven up the experience because remember i'm staying in the palace all day i'm not leaving right so i need people to talk to well yeah you can invent any friends you want yeah so like i'll talk to the tiger <laughs> uh raja maybe you Sorry. should learn her name first before you just <laughs> say the bitch. tiger she's not gonna talk back to you but then similarly in france in addition to living in versailles and stuff like that i also want the beauty and the beast characters I want to talk to a chandelier. 
Oh, you just want the whole house to come alive. Yeah. I want to talk to like a teapot and stuff. And then. I don't care about the beast. I, can, I don't need him. Okay. <laughs> I just want to be the most interesting character. <laughs> I, I, I can take him or leave him. I'm not interested in his, his character his, arc. Okay. I don't care about him. That big crybaby. Okay. Yeah, seriously. You just want to talk to like Lumiere and stuff. Yeah. I just want to talk to a wardrobe now, that's alive. Do you alive. want to live in the same place where those things live no too disturbing gotcha i just want them to like come by the house gotcha okay they just or they live in a different part of the house because again i'm sure i'll have space for them to be in a separate wing in a wing yeah every morning you pop in you guys are having breakfast everywhere we go there are sidekicks so i guess while i'm in china that's great we could talk to um mulan yeah well and no what's what's the cricket what's the fucking eddie murphy oh um um oh my god Mushu. Yeah. Yeah. I'll talk to Mushu. Great. Sounds good. So, yeah. A fantasy world of just the most privileged experiences, but also um, filled in with fantasy fake characters. God's going to be busy building them some personalities. It's going to be great. We're going to have the best time. And then I'll just pop up. Yeah, and then, well, at night you'll come hang out. We'll all hang out together. Great. I like this. <laughs> You're like, I hate this. No, I like it. You're like, I, I hate parties. <laughs> I do hate parties. But you know what? In this, I won't have social anxiety, and I'll know how to function. Well, because you'll know the characters. I support this 100%. Mm-hmm. This is fun. All right. Yeah. I like this. I like this. We're going to have a great time. And presumably our friends will be there we can have a good time oh my god can we have air conditioners though can we also bring it's air heaven. conditioners if okay you can talk to a fictional character i think you can get an ac okay you're right. sorry i just you want won't to need be an sure. ac it'll just always be the temperature you want beautiful it to spring be. temps okay got it perfect it'll always be like 65 50 percent humidity gorgeous beautiful like when you breeze. want it to rain it'll rain a bath. it'll be great okay perfect I wish heaven was real. Mm-hmm. It'd be really fun. Well, even if it was real, it might not necessarily be like this. Maybe it's a lame heaven where you're just sitting in clouds. As long as I don't feel the passage of time, that's fine. That's true. That would be the main thing that kind of yeah. like grates on you, right? Yeah. And I'd like to have better self-esteem. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, I'd like to think in heaven you do. In heaven, you just feel great about yourself. I would assume so because it's like the things that gave you poor self-esteem in real life, Are no those aren't there. concerns in heaven anymore. Right? Yeah. Cool. Like who gives a shit if you feel like you're not as fit as you'd like to be? You're dead and you're in heaven. Maybe I get the body that I want when I'm in heaven. That'd be cool. That too. We all look like <laughs> Cindy Crawford. I don't know. That's my supermodel reference. Look, I just want to look like the best version of me. Just give oh. me like the 18-year-old version of me. Oh, yeah. True, true, true. That'd be great. But like I dress better and like have better right. hair. The, the, you have the body at a time when you can actually appreciate and properly yes. dress it. Yes. Yeah. Agree. Cool. Um, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, I this just took a turn. I don't know how to segue. Um... I will post pictures um, on the Instagrams and uh, check it out at O&R Podcast. And oh. we now have a Twitter. Oh, yes. You are in charge of that. I haven't oh, done boy. anything with that. The handle is 
Uh-oh. at Bones Zone Pod, I think. Great. That or podcast. But guys, come on. There's just two. Just pick one and search. <laughs> You'll find it. Uh, there's a lot of Bones Zone stuff out there, though, I feel like. Or Bones related things. Well, if you search, it's definitely also, at I'm least Bone Twitter, Zone so. Pod or Bone Zone Podcast. I'm almost positive it's just Pod. Then Perfect. you'll definitely find it. Great. Yeah. Check it out. I don't even know what's on there. I don't know. I'm just tweeting about whatever. I love it. One day, <laughs> I'll never join Twitter. It's You shouldn't, and it's good that you've kept it off this long. All right, cool. I'll just keep looking at pictures of handsome men on Instagram. That's all that's needed. Great. Uh, check those out on our Insta. And we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.